everybody. You know when you hear that sound, it's something live coming, man, to you live, loud, and in color. It's the Shake Back Sports Show, but it's not really the Shake Back Sports Show because I got my brothers and my sister from Cleveland Sports Talk, man. We hanging out. We about to get into this Super Bowl talk. Willie Epton Jr. holding it down, man. We are ready to rock and roll. Before I bring in all of the guests, want to thank everybody out there for checking us out on Facebook Live as well as YouTube and Periscope. This show, this podcast, this episode will be immediately going to Google Podcast, Spotify, as well as Apple to iTunes and all your favorite podcast platforms out there. So I'm going to bring them on uh, right now. They are the family. And uh, first up is the C-Town thug himself. That's Steve Gill. Steve, what's up? What's up, Willie? Not much, man. Glad to have you on, man. Glad to have you guys on the show. Uh, next up is my main man, Johnny Cleveland podcast host, John Fukai. What's going on, John? Good afternoon, Willie. Thanks for having me on. It's great to have everybody here and uh, just looking forward to a, a great chat this afternoon before the, the big game. Thank you. The big game it is. And uh, next up on the agenda is Mel Thorpe. Uh, football extraordinaire out of what school was it you Oh, uh, Ohio Midwestern by way of Collinwood. There you go. Welcome to the show, man. Appreciate you chiming in. And glad last, to be here. Last but certainly not least, my hashtag Sissy of Baseball. You can normally hear her with me on the 12s and 6s Central Standard Time, courtesy of the BGC Sports Network. That's the hashtag Brothers of Baseball. That, of course, is my hashtag, Sissy of Baseball, Natalie Turk. Turk, what's going on? Hey, Willie, how you doing? I'm good. You know how we does it, right? So, uh, you know, <laughs> this is good stuff, man, to have everybody on from the CST family. Um, I wish we could have gotten more on, but I do understand that it is Sunday, and it is Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, we're going to do just that. But before we actually get into the, neat, the, uh, the, the meat and potatoes, the nuts and bolts of the show, um, with everybody being on here from Cleveland, you know I got to have something special for you guys. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. This guy. Love it. I just love uh, how those guys, man, just they get me hyped up. They get me and Natalie hyped up whenever we're doing the hashtag. Baseball. <laughs> but we are talking Super Bowl. Are you guys ready? Yes. Ready. Super Bowl double nickel. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna treat this uh, around the horn. So everybody's gonna get their chance to do their spiel. Um, and the first thing I have up on the docket is what many people consider to be the goat. And that, of course, is Tom Brady. He is the oldest quarterback to be playing in a Super Bowl. I think he's, what, 7,307 years old. Um, this will be his 10th his overall, and uh, he's going for number seven. So, you know what, guys? There's only two other franchises out there total to have six. And this dude is trying to win seven by himself. Those other two, of course, are the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England, New England Patriots, who – you might have heard of. I think Tom Brady might have 
come from that team? Uh, okay. <laughs> so let me ask you guys a question. I'm going to start with you, Natalie. If Brady is to win this seventh championship, does this make him not just a top five athlete or top player, top five player in the NFL, but does this make him a top five athlete of all time? Okay, so uh, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not a fan of Tom Brady, but I'm going to be unbiased in my comments. Um, so if you want to say athlete, I, I kind of needed, if we're saying athlete, I'm going to say no, because if we're saying quarterback in the NFL, you know, I could maybe change it. But I'm thinking Tom Brady is not really athletic. He's super smart. So, I mean, I really could say that Andy Reid's probably more athletic than Tom Brady. <laughs> If we want to say, uh, and, but what he does is, you know, over his 20 years, he has learned that he can overcome his athletic deficiencies. He doesn't run the ball. He's not, you know, I, I firmly believe this, but he's so smart. Um, he can manipulate defenses. Um, you know, he doesn't scramble. We don't see that type of athleticism from Tom Brady. So if we're just talking like overall athlete you know, across like NBA, the Olympics. So there's no way I'm going to put Tom Brady as a top five athlete, but a top five quarterback. Yeah, perhaps I'd give him that. So I guess I probably should have asked you to define it before I went on my rant, but there you have it. Ranting is what you do best. Keep That's going. right. <laughs> Keep going. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> So, no, I, I, you know, like I said, I will stand with no. He, like I said, I don't, I don't even consider, like I said, I think he's non-athletic. Um, his, he's just super smart. He can, what he's going to bring today is um, he's been to the Super Bowl, you know, what we're saying 10 times now. He's um, been on both sides. He's won. He's lost. Mahomes has won. He doesn't, it hasn't experienced the emotions of losing in a Super Bowl. You explained uh, the Atlanta game, I think, when they were down 21. You know, he came back 21 points in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady's mental ability to play this game is what is going to be his advantage today and is what possibly makes him. Wait, 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 wait. No predictions yet. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, fair enough. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. I, like I said, Andy Reid is a better athlete than Tom Brady. Oh, my goodness. I love that one. I think Mel missed some of that. What I'm saying is Brady is brilliant. He can manipulate. He, he knows, is he, he really brilliant? Field. And so that's where I give him, you know, props as that. I'm just saying as like a pure athlete. Mm -mm. All right. So let's continue to go around the horn. And I didn't think Andy Reid would be making an appearance or be in, in, <laughs> in regard to this from an athletic standpoint. Um, <laughs> All right, Mel, as one that has played the game on a, on a pretty good level, um, maybe I should have uh, maybe I should have distinguished the question a little bit better. But being that as it may, because athletes can be considered race car drivers, yeah. go golfers, right? Hey, I've swung a golf club before. Don't 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 put it past. That is a excruciatingly tough thing to do. I get that. And I've done the same thing. And, uh, and I'm not talking about just putt-putt uh, <laughs> miniature golf. Um, but but, what's, but what say you about the status of Tom Brady as being on the upper echelon or even the Mount Rushmore of all athletes? Okay. Um, 
of all athletes, I'm a, I'm gonna take Natalie's side on this one because you know, outside of Brady being a Michigan guy, it, I he he's not as <laughs> as he's not as athletic as you would like him to be. Now, mind you, I have played quarterback before. I can tell you I have a newfound respect for those guys because that is not an easy position. So what I will say is top core of athletes all time, no. Top core of quarterbacks all time, yes. Because let's look back at reality here. Um, There's only one other quarterback that has been to 10 championships and won at least six, that one being Otto Graham. Mm -hmm. So, you know – that's a feat within itself. And if he does, assuming he does win tonight, there'd be only two quarterbacks that could say they won at least six or more championships. And he can already say, you know, that. yeah, he can. But like I said, the only other person to do it was Otto Graham. And, and let's, let's call it what it is. Otto's era was a lot tougher than, than it is now with the game evolving the way it has. Right. So, um, <laughs> look, John, I would say John is chomping I would say, a bit. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. go ahead. I, I'll get the floor up. Go no, I, I think that's great. That's a great take. I, I know we've a few of us have talked about Otto Graham in some some of our latest articles this, this last week. So with this with this chat about uh, Tom Brady. So. All right. Last but not least, of course, is Steve. Go ahead, Steve. What's your take on uh, Brady being uh, on the Mount Rushmore of athletes of all time? Athletes? No. Uh, NFL quarterbacks, sure. Um, like Mel and like John said, I'm a little bit of a Browns history nut, and I know Autogram won went to ten league championships, winning seven, all with the Cleveland Browns, all is in his entire ten year career. So, you know, I know all about Autogram, but what Tom Brady has done, uh, ten Super Bowls, winning six, yeah. Yeah, he 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 belongs on a top five list of NFL quarterbacks. NFL players, uh, that's a little bit Ooh. more because you're you're getting into guys like LT and Jim Brown, and you know you're just getting into a, a wealth of great players. So, top five in NFL quarterbacks, sure. Okay, so let me let me dissect this a little bit. Um, I agree with all of you guys um, in the fact that his athleticism sucks. Um, I think <laughs> I think a baked sweet potato may have more athleticism than he does. And he is the greatest one-yard rusher in the history of the NFL. <laughs> but hey man, here's you need one, that one yard, he got you. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing to me that, that actually makes him uh, a top five athlete. And uh, uh, a quote was given to me by uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, when he said to me, the greatest distance between our mediocrity and our greatness is found between our ears. And Tom Brady is the most cerebral quarterback I've ever seen. So I am going to say that, yes, he is a top five athlete because the more was between his ears not between what's uh, uh, not his arm or his leg. What's your, Willie, what's your take on this idea that he, he, he's the master of like a short game, but like listening to past coaches that he's had when he was like in New England, him not having the ability to throw the deep ball 
do you think, I mean, do you, do you buy into any of that? No, because, no, because in 2007, when he had Randy Moss, mm -hmm. uh, he was more than capable of throwing the deep ball. And what he had, 50 touchdowns that year, 50 touchdowns and eight picks. Yeah. And uh, they put put up a record amount of points during that time or, you know, at that point in history. Uh, I think he's been able to do it every which way. And to me, you know, I, I can't stand the guy either. You know, you see, I'm a Raiders fan. And for all you guys that out there that's listening or watching that may not remember the 2002 Tuck game. Yeah, I still got a 20 plus year grudge against the Patriots and the yeah. for that. But I digress. He's had a series of lucky breaks. I mean, you think about all the past games and like the, the Super Bowl victory against the Seahawks a few years back. I mean, Seattle really was right there on the doorstep of winning that game. I don't like I know that New England won that game and we'll give Tom Brady credit for that. But I, this is what I have to say about that. Then we're going to move on to the next question. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks or the New England Patriots didn't win that game because of Tom Brady. They won that game for what Seattle didn't do. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. All right, so let's move on to the next question, guys. Um, Patrick Mahomey. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, quarterback from the Kansas City Chiefs. I hate them. Um, we know. <laughs> Texas Tech. He went to Texas Tech, uh, drafted, what, number eight overall? The, the, the Chiefs <laughs> did get him. So in three years, three years, <laughs> This dude has put up the numbers that he's put up. And if he wins this game, okay, and for some stupid reason he decides to retire after three years as a starter, is he going to the Hall of Fame? Mel. No. No. And if he does, it will be late, late, late in, in his career. Like, super – he'd be pushing – 50, 45 by the time they, they vote him in. Um, assuming he wins, I don't think he will retire for whatever silly reason. But what I do think is you'll have to pay more attention to him as a as a quarterback, meaning uh, will he be able to keep the level of success that he's had, assuming Andy Reid and uh, Kansas City keep what he needs around him, which is receivers and a decent running game. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, I would say he's he's up there in the elite. I won't say he's a legend, but he's an elite quarterback given the circumstance that three years, two Super Bowls, you you can't really you can't really you know take that out of the equation because anytime you look at it or any way you look at it, he's done it. He's won, he's won consistently. Um I know for a fact he's had two 13-plus win seasons already in a span of three years. Uh, two AFC titles. You know, he's, a, he's got one Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I, he's just – he's an elite quarterback. But if he, if he were to retire afterwards upon winning, I don't think he gets in. And if he does get in, it's like super late, maybe on the veterans ballot or something like that. But it wouldn't be a, a first ballot Hall of Fame type of thing. All right. Um, Johnny, or John, I see you shaking your head there. <laughs> well, I, I would say yes. I'm going to put him in the hall basically because the hall has become a popularity contest considering that the great Clay Matthews of the Brownies got screwed last night um, in his last attempt to make the, make the hall. Uh, it's quite the popularity contest. So just based on the fact that 
he's won, like if he wins tonight, that he will have won two Super Bowls. Um, I just, I can't see him not going in. So, um, and, it, you know, he, he is surrounded by a lot of talent. I mean, the Chiefs have surrounded him with great, great players. And, uh, but what, what, what he's doing out on the field right now is just very impressive. I'm much more impressed with Patrick Mahomes than I am Tom Brady um, at this point. So I'm looking forward to, to the big game tonight. All right, Natalie, I see you shaking your head, and um, you know I'm coming to you next because uh, I can always count on you. So if, if Patrick Mahomey wins tonight and retires for some insane reason, is he going to the Hall of Fame? Absolutely not. Not worthy to go to the Hall of Fame. I mean, I think what it is, if he retires now, they'll say he had a great start. He was a great quarterback. I mean, he's the think of the quarterbacks who are not in the Hall of Fame after 15, 17 years. I'm, you know, I mean, do you know what? I just thought, I don't know. Like, like as far as Super Bowl winners, are there Super Bowl winning quarterbacks that are not? I don't know that the Ben uh, Roethlisberger. Well, he's current, right? He's still playing. But no, but what I'm saying is, so I think just after three years, the sample size is too small to, in my opinion, put him in the Hall of Fame because it would be like, um, you know, you, I don't think that three years is enough sample size. So it's what if, what could have been with him. We don't know. We haven't seen him in a decade of playing as a quarterback. So I don't think that that sample size of three years playing, you know, makes him worthy to go into the Hall of Fame because I believe that that is earned over a length of time of playing in the league. And that is how, um, you know, he should be judged on, you know, of course he's an elite quarterback right now. I'm definitely not disputing that. But in this short span of time, I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame Um just basically, like I said, for the reason of the of this short period, we don't know, uh, you know, and if we all come back here 10 years from now and we're, and we're looking at Mahomes, I mean, he could fall apart um, for the next six years. So I don't I don't don't think just purely based on the short amount of time that he would be worthy to go in the Hall of Fame. Steve, what say you? Well, I can see both sides of this. I mean, I agree with Natalie. A, a, a three-year window isn't long enough to determine if somebody's going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Then you look at guys like Breeze and Rodgers. They each have one Super Bowl each, long careers. Breeze is retiring. Rodgers is still going. They are definitely going to make the Hall of Fame. And like John said, after what happened last night to Clay Matthews, I mean, it is a popularity contest. Uh, the Hall of Fame, is, in my opinion, lost a, a ton of credibility last night by ignoring and, and letting Clay Matthews drop into the senior uh, list, which is so backlogged, it's pathetic. Yeah. But uh, if I would have to say if he won tonight and retired, no. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys because, um, number one, I hate them. Um, number number two, um, the fact is that he is definitely a Hall of Fame kids. Anyway, so um, 
uh, he is definitely a Hall of Fame talent. He has put up Hall of Fame type numbers. But the thing that I judge Hall of Famers on is whether or not they did or did not, or they did or did not change the game. Did they keep defensive coordinators up late at night? Did they, uh, were they a transcendent talent at their position? And while we know that, uh, that Patrick Mahomes has done all of that, I'm a bit of a traditionalist like you guys are. And that I need to see it over some a, a longevity. I need to see it over a, a, a stretch of time. And I was one of those ones that didn't think that Terrell Terrell Davis would get in, and he did. Not to say that he didn't deserve it, but I didn't think he would because only he only played what eight years. So if he for some reason retires, number one, I'm rooting for that because I hate them. <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two, um, no, he does not get in the Hall of Fame. All right, so. Enough of that. Let's get to the game. Let's get to the game part of this show because uh, it is now, what, as of tape time, it is 12.30 Central Time, 1.30 Cleveland and Tampa Bay time, and we need to discuss and dissect this thing. So um, we're going to talk some advantages and disadvantages. We're going to break down each position. We're well, not each position, but each, each level. And um, there's no such thing as a push. You have to give an answer. All right. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> no. What if yeah. I want to pass? Nope, can't pass. All right. You you can't throw an interception. You can't fumble Ruski. You can't do any of that. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, as we know, Tampa Tom or Tampa Tom, Tampa Bay. By the way, I wrote an article about this uh, in Cleveland Sports Talk. You guys need to go and check that out. Talking just about that. It was the twice towards the night before, um, and it talked about uh, a myriad of things, but. Okay, so as we have discussed these two quarterbacks already, who has the advantage? Who has the advantage? Mel. All right, are you asking me to be honest or you want me to lie? Honest. <laughs> I, w- I want you to honestly lie. Okay. <laughs> well, since you put it that way, um, I don't think either quarterback has an advantage. No, 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 no. No, I'm going to explain why. I'm going to explain why. I'm going to explain why. I don't think either quarterback has an advantage because we all know things dramatically change in the playoffs, right? So Tampa Bay's defense in in the regular season was ranked, what, 15th, 16th? In the playoffs, they've shut down Aaron Rodgers. They've beaten the Saints, and they've made both quarterbacks, being Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, two turnovers apiece or more. So you look at Kansas City's defense – Yes, they look like shit against Cleveland. Hey, you can't. But say that. they they look like shit in that second half. They look like shit, and I don't no, care what anybody it. says. <laughs> oh, my bad. I forgot the FCC watching. My bad. Apologize. <laughs> um, I I just think if there's gonna be an edge, I'm gonna have to give this one to Mahomes because there's the athletic factor that we spoke on, and. If you're asking Mahomes to run when the pocket breaks down or get that extra one or two yards when nobody's around and nobody's open, he can do that. Tom at 44 years old, I don't think he's going to get it. Uh, he might try to have that classic John Elway moment, but it won't it won't work the same. So I would personally – I would give the edge just based on athletic, athletic ability alone to Mahomes. 
Natalie, you shaking your head? Yes. Well, I'm I'm definitely shaking my head at what he said about you know the athleticism because <clears throat> excuse me, clearly Mahomes is a better athlete as I was referring you know to Tom Brady as being non-athletic. Um, the whole Andy Reid comparison, I, I agree with that. So that's what I was shaking my head at. But um, I I give the advantage though slightly to Brady um, because I'm going to put it simply as this: Tom Brady. You know, you just say the words Tom Brady. In my mind, Tom Brady, you you can't put him down. So he's, I was saying this earlier when I was talking about this. He's been here. He knows losing, the losing side of it. Mahomes doesn't know the losing side of it. So the way I, I believe that Mahomes will look at this, you know, he's going to have emotions. I think Brady will be able to keep his emotions in check, his mental state will be a little bit better than Mahomes. Mahomes looking at the other side of the field. If they're down in the fourth quarter, Mahomes, Tom Brady's in Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' head. Um, he has to be. He's Tom Brady. And I think, you know, if they're down in the fourth quarter, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady's saying, I'm freaking Tom Brady. So he has that, not. <laughs> that mental, it, well, I, I don't like Tom Brady, so it's hard for me to say this, but I, I'm just going to give the slight advantage just on the fact of the experience that he's he's been on this stage so many times, um, and he's experienced losing on the stage, um, and that I believe just who he is, and you know just the disputes and the the conversations we have whether he's the greatest of all times and where do we put him, and so everybody you know playing against him tonight knows that and. Um, I, he has a mental advantage, which I think will beat out the athletic advantage over Mahomes in the end, um, as far as who has the advantage over quarterback. John, I see you shaking your head. Yes. Well, I'm going to still give him the advantage to Mahomes because he's younger, he's more athletic, um, and he's, I think he's got the better team. So um, I will say this. I mean, all your take there, Natalie's. I, I mean, I, I agree when you watch highlights of the old, um, can, can, can you guys all hear me? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I had to change my mic and stuff again. So no, I think, you know, when you watch some of that old film of past games, you know, there's oftentimes where you see the opposing team while they're playing the game, they'll, they'll mention, Oh, they've got Tom Brady on the other side. So I totally agree that he can play a factor in players heads and in maybe he gets in Patrick Mahone's head, but honestly, I don't think Patrick Mahone's, He's a young kid. I don't think – I don't know. I just – I don't see him, uh, you know, having that thing in his head saying that, that Tom Brady's still on the other side. But, I mean, the advantage, I think that, you know, if you want to look at Tom Brady's advantage, I mean, he's playing the, at, at, at Tampa, the, the games where he's played his home games this past season. And, um, you know, and he is experienced. So – but I'm still going to give the advantage to uh, Patrick. All right, C-Town Thug. Also known as Stephen Gill, Steve Gill. Uh, what? Who? So who? Who has the advantage? Patrick Mahomes by that much. You were just saying, um, talking about how defenses have to prepare for him. Well, now you look at everybody in in the AFC. What are they doing? They're redoing their defenses, like the Browns, 
to get more speed, more versatility. And what's the measuring stick? The Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So if if teams are are using that team as a measuring stick to take the next level, who gets the ball the most? The quarterback. So yeah, I got to go Mahomes. Slight advantage. Okay, so I we- like to throw this out there really quickly. Go ahead. Let's not forget because you said uh, Natalie mentioned the mental factor. Let's not forget in the last Super Bowl that Patrick Mahomes won, he was behind, mm-hmm. and he came back to win. Yeah, so that's a that's a, that's a mental factor you need to put in there as well because if in the event the Chiefs are down, Patrick Mahomes does have the ability to make a comeback. Good point. Good point. Very, very good point. Very and not, not only that, um, it was against the number one in, uh, defense in the NFL, yeah, the 49ers. But here, let me let me let me give this final take, this final shake. <laughs> um. If you don't think, and I actually tweeted this the other day at Shakeback Sports or at Shakeback Show, uh, uh, I think it was on Tuesday or Wednesday, one of those days. But um, if you don't think Tom Brady knows history, then uh, we're out of our minds. Uh, if we don't, if we don't think that Tom Brady um, is aware that he is in a position that many people said that he would not be in because Bill Belichick is not his coach. Um, then we're fooling ourselves. Tom Brady definitely knows history. He knows, he knew when he signed with Tampa Bay that he had a very good chance of being the quarterback that led a team to host a Super Bowl for the first time in history. He's done that, okay? If he get, he's already set the record of the most times of anybody going to a, a Super Bowl. So with that being said, in the history or the historian that Tom Brady is and him knowing that, his window is about yay big. I'm going to give the slight edge, and it hurts my heart to do this, um, but I'm going to give the slight edge to Tom Brady for that for that regard and all those history-making um, statements that preceded that. So, all right, so let's move on to the dudes that carry the pill. And um, Kansas City basically has Le'Veon Bell, who you would have said, asked this question three years ago. It would have been whatever team he's on, hands down. Um, and all you Browns fans out there, I know how much y'all probably hate Le'Veon Bell. I'm not really that big of a fan of his, uh, but they have Le'Veon Bell. And of course, they have the rookie Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire out of LSU. On the other side of the ledger, there's Leonard Fournette, also out of LSU. There's also Ronald Jones II out of USC. And they also have Shady McCoy, who's uh, pretty much been riding the pine the, the entire season. So, it's, it looks like it's going to be a quarterback type deal by committee or running back by committee, if you will. I'm giving the advantage to, if y'all don't mind, I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to give the advantage to the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I like the way Ronald Jones went healthy. I think he's a top 12 back in the league. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette, he really has something to prove in this game after being let go by the Jaguars. And I like the I like the fact that Ronald Jones is a balanced back. He can do it all. And then they can you they can punch you in the mouth with Leonard Fournette. And if Shady happens to get in, I mean it'll be like Nick Sudfeld coming in against the Giants when the Phillies, I mean when the Eagles played in the last game of the year, he'll get his uh, his curtain call. So I'm going with the Tampa Bay Bucks with the advantage at running back. Okay, John, what say you? I'm going to stick with what you just said. I think that with Fournette, he's got something to prove. Uh, so I, I, it was a toss up to me. 
Uh, I don't see the Chiefs. I mean, both. Well, I would say Tampa is going to use the run game more than the, than the Chiefs are. If, if the Chiefs use the run game, they're going to use a lot of more screen passing. So I'm going to give the, the advantage to Tampa Bay. All right, man. Who has the advantage at the running back spot? I believe it or not, I'm going to give the Chiefs this one for something Johnny just said that is very, very important to keep an eye on. The screen game is an extension of the run. Yeah. So when you have a screen player such as Tyreek Hill Mm -hmm. and you have linebackers worried about Kelsey going up the seams or in the middle, it opens up a lot of the run game. So you got Edwards, who's his I would say a hybrid scat backslash power back because he has been known to run through people. And you have Le'Veon Bell who, when healthy and when he has his head on right, he shows up, bad things happen. So, honestly, in the games that we've seen with Edwards, you know, taking the load, he's showed up. He's took the, he's took the stress off of Mahomes. The passing game has opened, opened up a whole lot. And you know, now you have more to worry about because especially as a running back, he can catch out of the backfield. And that's something that is very important in today's game. So I'm going to give the advantage to the Chiefs on this one just because their screen game to me and, and on paper and through the eye test is a whole lot better than Tampa Bay's. Good point. Good point. See what you got. Uh, I, since you took away my ability to go push. Um, if these, <laughs> if, if, if these teams were playing, if the chiefs were playing like they were at the first of the year, I would go with the chiefs, mm-hmm. but what Tampa's done at the end of the year and through the playoffs, I got, I have to go with, I have to go with Tampa. I mean, they just, uh, that second half of the green Bay game, mm-hmm. uh, they let, uh, Leonard from just, he just, you know, Bludgeon. he just. Yeah, that's the exact word for it. Wore him down. Yeah. And the Chiefs got to worry about that. If if uh, Tampa's got the lead fourth quarter, it's it's going to be Tampa run, run, run. Mm-hmm. Sissy. Hey, so I'm going to piggyback off what Mel said because I was actually thinking the same thing. Um, I think just the way that um, Kansas City's offense is set up is, is to use the run. Um, and I, I kind of laugh and – sometimes think that Tyree kills like the best running back that they have, you know? Um, so I believe that that's something that they're going to use. They use the screenplay a lot. And um, I just think that that opens up the offensive weapons for them and they do a really good job with that. So I'm going to give the edge to them. I hate them. Okay. <laughs> you should just have a button that you can push like every time and it just has your voice saying that and then you could just like well, even it. even with the advantage for tampa like if i'm even saying tampa bay might have a slight advantage i mean the browns a few weeks ago had it i thought had the advantage with the running game against kansas city in that game but still the chiefs won so um oh man look that that's that's a kevin stefanski uh show right there but uh <laughs> I, I, I'm like I'm like you guys, man. I mean, obviously they have the weapons, and we're gonna get right into that right now. We're gonna go wide receivers, and of course, Tyree Hill torched him for 200 yards receiving in the first quarter when they played back in whenever it was. Um, McCole Hardman, Sammy Watkins, uh, those guys. 
um, against, yeah, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Uh, what's the kid's name? Scotty Thurman. Not Scotty Thurman. Uh, Scotty Miller on the other side. Um, we know the numbers that the Chiefs have put up. But do they really have the advantage of wide receiver, Natalie? Yes, they do. Um, because Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill. And not just saying that. I'm just saying so we got to look at, like, Godwin, Evans. I mean, yeah, so here's the thing. They're not as consistent. So they'll they'll have um, – and, you know, I know this. I struggle with in my fantasy football league all year um, having to goof around with these – fools but they're they're not they don't give a consistent um game i mean sure mike evans might have you know a game with two receptions and 10 yards and then he he blows out so i just think with the um consistency that tyree kill brings to that um i have to give you know the edge of wide receiver to Kansas City. They air it out, um, and they're just much more consistent than the wide receivers um, on Tampa Bay, in my opinion. Go ahead, huh? I yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm going with Kansas City here. Uh, Tyreek Evans, Hartman, all those guys. Uh, just I, I don't. I know. I you know having Mike Evans. I I see Mike Evans could have a pretty good game. I could see him with seven or eight catches for 110 yards today. I mean. Um, so we'll see, but I, I'm definitely going to go with the Chiefs. Steve? Chiefs. Chiefs. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Mill? I'm going to make this one unanimous, and I'm going to go with Kansas City because as a player, facing guys like Tariq Hill who are super fast, Sammy Watkins who has speed, mm-hmm. and – you know, trying to guard six foot eight tight ends like Travis Kelsey, that's that wears yeah. you down because it's physical. Yeah. You know, and I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that Tampa Bay has a bad defense because they don't. But if you're a linebacker who doesn't have speed but is physical, or if you're a DB who can't keep up with Tyreek Hill or Sammy Watkins when healthy, it causes a problem. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend that that's not going to be a factor because it is. And let's not forget, Kansas City really, if you pay attention, Kansas City really don't throw a lot of deep routes. Everything is crisp, down the wire. It's, it's you know, 10 yards. Then I'll let you do with the rest, with, with, you know, get what you can. And when you're facing the quarterback, as accurate as Patrick Mahomes is, all of this is going to play out. And it's going to be scary if you don't have a way to stop it. So that means you'd have to get to Mahomes early and often. I don't see Kansas City, you know, letting letting Mahomes get hit. And I think these wide receivers would have a field day at least, if not through the passing game, but through the screen game. It's going to be a problem. <sighs> breathe, man. Breathe. <laughs> I, 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 I can't make it unanimous, man. I, I just can't. Because I believe that there's strength from numbers, okay? As great as Tyreek is, he's only one person. And he is a hell of a one person. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking that Arians and that that crew over there on the defensive side of the, of the ball, um, they're going to figure something out. They're going to take they're gonna take Tyreek or Kelsey away. So what you have on the other side is you have Mike Evans, who's 6'6", you have Chris Godwin, who has probably the best set of hands in the NFL, although he's been dropping the ball in the playoffs. 
You have you can't have the best hands if you're dropping them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say arguably. Well, I'm saying arguably, but uh, then you have uh, the little kid Scotty Scotty out there running routes all over the place and just running deep balls, you know, like it's like it's nothing. But here is the player that I did not mention, Antonio Brown. Hmm. Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown is going to show up today, fellas and lady sissy. He's going to show up today. Therefore, I am giving the slight edge to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Listen, guys, I want to I want to speed this up because I want to be respectful of everybody's time. So if we can get some some one word answers here for the next uh, next set of positions, that'd be great. Um, tight end Travis Kelsey against Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Brait. I think we're all going to say that uh, the Chiefs have the advantage there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. OK. I hate them. Uh, all right. <laughs> O-line, I'm going to give the edge to the Buccaneers because of the injuries on the front line for the Chiefs. What you say you, Natalie? I'm giving it to Kansas City. Oh, okay. Wow. Yep. They sprint right or left. Gives Mahomes a lot of time in the pocket, so I'm going with that. All right. John? Bucks. Mel? Chiefs. 100 million. You better protect him. Okay. <laughs> Steve, what you got? Buccaneers. All right, D line. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Mel. I'm going with the Bucks on this one. Natalie. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Steve. Steve. Um. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Tampa. Going and, with Tampa. And John. Uh, Bucks again. All right, linebackers. Uh, I I like the linebackers from from the Bucks. Me too. Me too. Sister. Yeah. Kansas City. Oh, hmm. she had to be the one. Oh wait a minute, man. What for you? I, I'm going with I'm going with Kansas City too because, like I said, the passing game is going to show you if these linebackers for Tampa can really hold up. Levante David. The speed mm-hmm. they can see. Mm-hmm. DBs. Uh, when you have Rashard Breeland out there, uh, I think he was missed when he went down for for a moment there. Uh, the the young kid from uh, Tampa Bay, Antoine Antoine Winfield Jr., he's going to be a stud. But I'm going to give a slight advantage to the Chiefs. Now, I'm going with Chiefs. Um, what who is it? Tyron Matthews, am I right? Uh, um, let's yeah, hope. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm just giving it to them. Yeah. And I'll be quiet. I, <laughs> I, think, he gets I think he gets a pick tonight. Yeah. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. Yeah. So you giving it to the Chiefs, John? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Mel? I'm going with Tampa on this one. Yeah. Just based off the last two playoff games against the uh, the Saints and the, and the Packers, those DBs as a collective group have had at least, I think, like six or seven interceptions. Over these last two games, that that plays a part in it, man. And you picked off the best two quarterbacks in the playoffs as well as the league when it counted. Right. And this game counts. Ain't no tomorrow. You know, next week, if these DBs for Tampa show up, then you got a problem on your hands, and this turns into a nail-biter. All right, so we got special teams and, and, and head coach left. Uh, for special teams, Natalie, who has the advantage here? 
Um, I'm going to give it to Kansas City. Tyreek Hill returns punts like no other. So that's my um, giving it to Kansas City. John, go ahead. Could we see him take one back tonight? I, I believe I, so. I could, could, could be in the card, so I'm going with the Chiefs. Mill? I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs on this one. If you Tyreek if you Tyreek Hill, you want to take one back on the biggest game of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve. Or did we already call on Steve? He passed. No, he can't. <laughs> he can't pass. No, I didn't pass. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll take uh I'll take the Chiefs. Are you a faster athlete than Andy Reid, though? That's 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 the question. <laughs> You doggone right. I'm going I'm to take the Chiefs as well because uh, Tyree back there returning punts and McCall, uh, McCall Harden, those two guys, man, they can get speeding tickets when you combine what they can do on the field as far as their miles per hour goes. All right, head coach, I'm going to give this to Andy Reid. Um, he's been there a couple times already, and, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's something about that guy that everybody seems to like, although I hate his team and I hate that city. Uh, I'm a fan of his. Mel, what you got? I'm going with the I'm going with the Chiefs in this one. And uh, um, Andy Reid, yes, I love Bruce Arians as a coordinator, but let's take into consideration. Andy's been to three now, won one, lost one. He knows what it takes to win. Got to go with Andy. Nat, I'm going with Andy Reid. Aside from the fact that I said he's a better athlete than Tom Brady, that's one of the reasons why I'm going with him. No, seriously, Andy Reid's a better situational coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does better game prep. And like Mel said, you know, he's been there. So I'm going to give it to Andy Reid. C-Town thug. Hmm. I got to go with Bruce Arians. Oh. Wow. I wow. No risk I do. with that prediction right there. Yeah, I have to go with it. I, mean, I love Andy Reid. That's Reed. a thug decision. Yeah. Uh, I love <laughs> Andy Reid simply because of the fact the Browns have never beaten a team coached by Andy Reid. Uh, so that tells you how good he is. But in this situation, in Tampa, playing at home, even though it's not a big mm-hmm. crowd, uh, I know the city is going crazy because my wife grew up there. I used to live there. Uh I got to go with Bruce Aarons. All right. John, what say you? I'm going with Andy Reid. I think he – isn't he coaching from his basement tonight? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he, got, he got tired out from all that running, you know, since he's such a fine athlete. I thought he'd be down in the basement like coach, head coach, uh, coach of the year from the Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski. Okay. I got yeah. my kick. <laughs> yeah. And a, and a little bit on a more serious note, man, let's just give our thoughts and prayers out to his son who was involved in the accident. Uh, I think it was Saturday, Friday or Saturday, um, and he was allegedly under the influence and injured significantly. Uh, um, a kid and, and another kid uh, did escape with not as serious injury. So uh, let's lift them up in prayer and, and keep our thoughts and, and prayer and hearts with them as they uh, go through that. All right. So here comes the fun part of the show. I get to, oh, make, boy. Some, I get to make some really, really, really thought-provoking statements and you guys have to simply answer true no. or false is it, are these the shake back questions these are the shake them up questions shake them up oh man shake it up let's go and I'm, it's all morning man and I, i'm glad you said that because <laughs> shake them up shake them up shake <laughs> that's right shake them up with the ice cube shake them up shake
All right. I'm going to give this one first to Mr. Gill. Oh, boy. True or false? Patrick Mahomes will throw more interceptions than Tom Brady. False. Hmm. Okay. Natalie. Andy Reid will go for it on fourth down more than two times in the Super Bowl this game. False, because I don't believe they'll be in that situation more than two times. But I think if they were, he would go for it. So I'll say false, <laughs> just because I don't think the amount of times is two. Did y'all see her pause? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? She paused. You know, why, <laughs> you know why she paused? She paused because shake them up, shake them up. <laughs> I think she paused because fourth down has been the storyline of the 2020 yeah. NFL playoffs. Yeah. 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 I always, I'm a big fan of going forward on fourth and one. And I, I mean, I, I, I get, you know, upset when they don't go for it, even though I, I understand the reason. Right. But I'm I'm a big fan of go for it go you know and especially on the big stage tonight you got to go for it but I just don't see him you know when you said two I I just I think they'll be there okay I'm just hey pass I'm done oh yeah again all right so Mel this one's for you sir I plead the fifth no <laughs> no pleading the fifth on the Shake Back Sports Show. Or OT or any of the other shows that I uh, host or are a part of. All right. You're killing me, Smalls. So, uh, <laughs> true or false? True or, okay. I got a good one for you. True or false? Oh, the duo of Edward Solaire and, um, Le'Veon Bell will have more rushing yards than the duo of Ronald Jones II and Leonard Fournette. True or false? True. I like your, here's why. I like your here's why. But here's why. We all know Tampa Bay is a straight up run team, and they have not used the screen game as well as Kansas City has. When you use the screen game well, it opens up both the run and the pass because now you don't know what's coming at you. And who's the master of that? Andy Reid. And all season, it is shown. Andy Reid knows how to use the screen game to his advantage, extend the run. And in this situation, I think when it's needed, it will be very effective. Okay. I like that. I think your confidence is still shaking, but okay, well, I'll give you that. You 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 convinced me. <laughs> All right, who do we have left? We got John and we got Steve, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I'm gonna say yep. the best. I'm gonna say no. The, I did the first one. Oh, you did the first one. Okay, so I did this on purpose and for purpose with purpose because John was was <laughs> was agonizing on what to do. So I'm gonna give him the <laughs> hardest one. Oh shit. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna give him the hardest one. This like my, okay, go for it. All right, I'm ready. Antonio Brown, okay, will have more receiving yards than Tyreek Hill. 
Oh. No. Mm. False. No, false. I think Tyreek Hill, um, he'll, he'll get a lot of those short short passes, screen passes, little little uh, little post moves, and then he'll get a lot of yardage after. So I don't see that happening at all. Um, I mean, I think your take earlier about Antonio Brown ha- having a big game, I could see him, you know, five, seven catches on the night. But you know, overall, I think uh, Kyrie gets nine catches, 120 yards. I think they're going to um, they're going to make somebody else beat them. I don't think. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I see. I see Tyree getting doubled all over the field. This rather guy. than rather than Kelsey. Yeah, because okay. Tyreek is the game changer. He is the he is the home run hitter. He is the look. He is the he is the grand slam hitter with nobody on base. That's how good he is when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I threw in a baseball reference there because that's my favorite sport. And I know you guys are. Now, now Will, I, I got something for you because I wanted to throw this out earlier, but you moved on very quickly. So here's here's a shake them up for you. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Go ahead. How big are those bright lights going to be for Mike Evans and the rest of that Tampa Bay receiving crew? I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Nick? You you sure? (laughs) That's where you got to – I mean, you have to have the advantage for the Chiefs there. They've been here the last, you know, couple Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. And, And mind you. This is Tampa Bay's first Super Bowl since yeah. 2002. That doesn't matter, man. Those guys weren't even on the team. It takes 11 right. guys for 22 guys or on the on you know. You're right, eight. but at the same but at the same time, that's a whole new team that's there. Just because they're playing at home doesn't mean those lights are going to change. That's a big stage. But they got Tom Brady to calm them down. So, all right, over <laughs> under. <laughs> over under. All right. Total yards in this game, Natalie, over under 500. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Total yards in this game for both teams, over under 800 and a half. Total yards? Total yards. For both teams. teams. You're saying? 800 and a half. I'm going to say slightly under. Okay. I can deal with that. Number of touchdown receptions by Antonio Brown. John. <laughs> Zero. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Zero. One and, a half. One and a half. What now? One and a half. Under. Okay. Mail. Gotcha. The number of interceptions that will be thrown total by both quarterbacks. Three and a half. Ooh. Under. I think both teams take care of the ball. I think a fumble. I think I think it'll be more fumbles than it will interceptions. Yeah, fumbles aren't fun though. Yeah. They, Have they, you been at the bottom of a pile? It's hilarious. <laughs> That's why they're not. No, they're hilarious. If you're watching it, they're not hilarious. Are, if you're part of it. <laughs> All I right. don't know, man. I've been been at the bottom. It's been pretty fun for me. Oh, well, I don't know about <laughs> all that. Okay, Steve, all right, last one. And then we're going right. to get to the prediction. Uh, who wins, what score, and who will be the MVP, and then we're going to wrap it up. All right. Um, Over, under, the amount of times that 
we will see Antonio Brown. No, 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 I'm not gonna do that. Over under the amount of the, the amount of times that uh that we'll see Mike Evans drop a pass. Three mm. and a half. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Damn, I wish I could have got this one. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm probably gonna regret this. I'm gonna say under. You see what he did there? He pulled. Yeah. He pulled. Yeah, I did. Willie, <laughs> uh, can I ask you one real quick? It's only fair that you get one, right? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's so go. Here we go. Um, how many times does Willie yell at the TV? I hate them during the Super Bowl. A <laughs> hundred over under, Willie. Uh, way, I'm taking the over. Way over. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm going to get a head start right now. I hate them. <laughs> I wish we could have put that in Vegas. I'd have took that bet. Right. Oh yeah, that's easy prop. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one, sis. All right, so here it is. Time to uh, tell everybody who's going to win, what's going to be the score, and who's going to be the most valuable player. Who do I want to go first? John. Stop. All right, I got I got the Chiefs winning twenty seven twenty one. I have MVP as Patrick Mahomes. I have him throwing two touchdowns. Um, and so, yeah, I look at him having a great game. Look at the Chiefs winning winning another one. And uh, Tom Brady, the question will be, will he, you know, play again? Will he try to get that, that, that seventh ring? He's coming back. Um, He's coming back. Okay. So there you go. Okay, um, C-Town, Steve. All right. Um, because I don't want to hear a bunch of garbage from my nieces, nephews, great-nieces, and great-nephews down in Tampa, and I have to watch the game with my wife, who could easily kill me in my sleep, uh, I'm going Tampa 28-24, Tom Brady MVP. Okay. Well, so far we have a uh, a split decision. Mel, this ought to be fun. I'm going with the Chiefs, 34-31. Last second field goal wins it. Ah, uh, mm. don't don't quote me on this, but I got a strange feeling Tyreek Hill makes MVP. Three touchdowns, including one punt return. Wow. Wow. That's a bold prediction. I see that. I see that as another possibility. That's with the Mahomes having two touchdowns. I see Tyreek taking like I think Natalie, you mentioned that early on too. So Okay. Who's up next? There's only one I think it is Natalie. You, know, you saved the best for last. I think. <laughs> um, or maybe you just forgot about me altogether and you're gonna move on. I'm kidding. So <laughs> or, or maybe I saved myself for last. Oh, that's right. Get it for yours. So. But you deserve to go last. It's your show. So I'll hurry up because I, I ramble on about this. But I'm going to give it uh, Chiefs. I say it's 31-27. I also, um, I have, it's it, it's either going to be Mahomes or Tyree Kill as MVP, but I can definitely see it being um, kind of what Mel was saying. Like Tyree Kill has some dramatic punt return 
some amazing catch um, that that leads him past Mahomes for MVP. Um, I expect him to easily have probably like 200 yards by the half, and I don't think they stop him. You know, everybody's talking about coverage on him, but I just think it's going to be the Tyree Kill show tonight. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs and uh, Tyree Kill as MVP. Very good, ladies and gentlemen. Lady, lady, <laughs> um, I hate them. I, 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 I love the fact of, of that that I was able to correctly predict way back in September, uh, during the Shake Back Sports Show NFL preview show that these two teams would make it here. Yes, you did. I, I actually predicted that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would be the first team to win a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Mm-hmm. So simply because of that, I can't deviate from that. Um, I'm gonna say. Tampa Bay, 38, Kansas City, 35, Ooh. Tom mm. Brady, he does it just like he did in the first Super Bowl he won. He leads them down the field. They kick a, they kick a field goal to win it, and he rides off into the sunset with his seventh MVP award, making him on the Mount Rushmore of greatest athletes of all time. <laughs> All right, I want to thank you guys, man, for uh, for joining me on this uh, podcast. It was so much fun. I, I hope we can do it again uh, on a regular basis, maybe once a week. I don't care who hosts it. Um, I had so much fun with you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, sign it off for now. Um, so for Mel Thorpe, for Steve Gill, for Natalie Turk, for John Susan, I am Willie Epstein Jr. We are the Cleveland Sports Talk Writer family. Make sure y'all check us out, man. Y'all go on out there and, and watch the game, have fun, and uh, we will holler at y'all again real soon. Peace. We out. <laughs>